welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best and the views, they are amazing. I am your host today, Coach K, and I am here with three of the guys BJ is doing overtime at work in Orlando somehow. Where them dollars at? I always wonder, like, Art does the same thing. Like, he'll have, like, you know, extended work stuff in Orlando. And yeah. I actually have a trip to Orlando. I'm going on Thursday for a conference that's I was gonna say, ain't y'all supposed to be meeting up while y'all while he's down there? Yeah, yeah. What you guys are doing overtime? Yeah, no, together. My, my conference in Orlando. Definitely there. I got the I got the rundown from EJ um about that and how why didn't I take everybody else and the whole family and and the whole deal. Um so I am um, it costs money. Well, that's one fact, <laughs> seriously. Um, but uh yeah, no, it wouldn't work out. Like there's no way for me to have the the boys there, her there, interacting, leaving her alone, which then caused even more concern in Orlando. So, like, why put yourself through that struggle of just being like, no, it's spring break, yes, but I'm going to be busy from Friday afternoon all the way until Tuesday uh, night. Oh, so you leave so you leave Thursday, right? Thursday night. Thursday night, it's late. Thursday, last Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Man, good for you. Yeah, right. Well, that was a problem. So, so, so the thought was, well, you have, why are you going to a conference that starts that's that long? I've never seen a conference that long. I'm like, well, the conference starts on Sunday, but unlike the normal conferences we had before with my, with the with the other company, um, wait, wait, we are going to set up, wait. we got to set everything up. We got to break everything down. We got to uncreate things. This is not the normal thing where we were flying to California and be there on a Thursday, it starts on Friday, you leave on, or no, actually, we get there on Tuesday, leave on Thursday. Like, this is the first time I ever had a conference go over the weekend, which is hell disrespectful that you have me working over the weekend for a conference. So that's just first. But yeah, so that's where it was. And, and the truth is the truth. And she did her research and I sent her the agenda. She can see it and all those things because she's a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. So, yes. But wow. We, we're still it's still a touchy subject. She's not here right now, but and this ain't even a this not even the frat conference. This is an actual drama conference, right? Right. Wait till <laughs> wait wait till we do homecoming. I gotta bring I gotta bring them down with me clearly because if I'm not, <laughs> that would be it. So, yeah, because yeah. Miami is a whole different ball game. Orlando's one thing, but Miami is a whole different like. <laughs> so that's a whole nother um, conversation. I'm not gonna get y'all on record for trying to organize once again for homecoming and. Nobody really. We've I'll said be, it every what every year now since the podcast started. <laughs> I'll yeah. be there. I'll be there this year. I'll be there. Yeah, you year. know, I got a great idea. You know, we can do a. You gonna be there, Brett? I'll be there this year. Oh, that's interesting. I got a great idea for us. You know, maybe we can do a podcast episode from Homecoming. Potentially, we can. Mm, yeah, maybe that makes sense for me. Wow. I, got, I got commitments there, so I got to be there. I have to be this year as previous poll mark and making me come back. So, oh, it's nice. It's nice. I don't have to mark any polls or anything. So, 
but uh yeah man so you know i'm glad everybody's doing good you know fresh i know you're burning the candle at both ends of the stick my dude you know once again yeah, shout out shout out to mad harvest i see y'all yes. getting more and more pressure to ship some juices extreme pressure um but yeah man we working on it we uh experimental phase of being able to feel confident that we can freeze and have them frozen for a period of time, thaw them out, and they still taste just as good as um, when they are fresh pressed has already been completed. So now it's just finding proper packaging. Go ahead and put that hand. Uh, and uh, even before that hand goes up, I'm sure that's a, a raised hand for, Hey man, I'll be the one to test. I, if you want to ship yeah, these things, this I'll be way. your beta tester. Oh, just saying, listen, I'm yes. just saying, trust y'all y'all are already on the early part of the list once i figure out these boxes in in situations to figure out what is the most cost effective way yeah. to I'll make even it. cover the shipping man i'll make it easy you, yeah you know, i will I like, trust <laughs> yes you will um <laughs> that was you know i was sitting there like why is there a brown ass hand on the screen <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh that's been the thing is just figuring out what's the most um efficient way in ensuring that it can stay frozen over that trip and is it one day is it two day is it you know what i mean and just figuring out those logistics have been really where we're at right now to make it something that isn't yeah you're paying 20 dollars for a juice because it's you know what i mean it costs you another 100 dollars to ship it overnight right so, yeah and that type mm. of thing well let us know man let us know um but glad to see y'all are getting busier and busier um you know, hopefully y'all get some steady resources to help with that busyness because that's the thing, you know. Oh, that yeah. Demand, I mean, that demand jumps up. And next thing you know, you got all types of people that are just filling in. Hey, can if I give you this T-shirt, you come help out for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that I know that's where you are at already. So. Yeah, we've been trying to push the lifestyle. Um, the juice is just a uh, a trickle down effect of our desire to get more people to consume fresh whole produce. And so getting people to get into this apparel, I've been trying to wear, well, not even trying, I've been succeeding at wearing as much, as many times as possible. We had an amazing event uh, these past two days for YPO um, where they invited us out. We were at their conference and they had all types of super uh, like DNA bio testing. It was definitely, um, a situation where we were not uh, necessarily supposed to be there, but we made a lot of noise being there. And definitely um, by the end of the conference, we're uh, a, a known figure throughout. Yeah. Everybody loved uh, the juice, loved the apparel. And was uh, where is um, there is a biohacking conference coming up. I don't know where it is. I don't think it's in South Florida, though. Uh, but anyway. Um, hey, Art, uh, we got some new followers on YouTube. If you have an opportunity during this to take a look and see if we can shot those folks out, be great to shout out some of the new followers. Say nothing um, but a word. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But in the meantime, uh, I want to talk about and and look clearly, everyone's well, a lot of folks have said that they are tired of people talking about Will Smith. My personal take on that is that is the reason why we don't resolve a lot of things in our community because we get tired of talking about it. We don't want to face it. And I think there are lessons to be learned that 
can apply to many different situations. And I want to talk about one of those lessons today. And that lesson is the boil over. I want to send a shout out. Shout out to Jay. Yeah, shout out to Jay. You know, we appreciate you, Jay, uh, for, for, for giving us a shout out. Um, you know, we, we, we want to see you back on YouTube. We know you are uh, either in a car ride right now listening to this or, you know, running some errands listening. Uh, we want to get you back on here, get you back on. And we, we need you, man. We, we, we need you for your film critique review purposes. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. People want to hear from you. Big facts. Big facts. Uh, the boil over. So situations happen and are just funny. I put you to work and, and now I need you to jump in. But um, I want to talk about or for you to talk, tell us your story that you got to witness earlier today, as a matter of fact, uh, which won't be earlier today for you all when you're watching, but went down to the barbershop of all places. Yeah, you know, I've seen some wild things happen at the barbershop, but at the barbershop. So shout out to headliners. <laughs> um, my my barbershop is normally level headed. You know, it's a general barbershop where you go there, you hear all kinds of topics, discussions. You know, you have the the rowdy, the quiet. You know, all the personality types are at the barbershop. Well, today, um, quiet day, nothing really crazy happening, but it was um, there was a a, a breaking point for two of the barbers. So um, I walk into the barbershop today and um, first thing they say is, hey, does your wife cook for you? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Is she black? What, what, what is she? I was like, well, yes, she's Nigerian. So yes, she's black. Um, where are we going with this? Like, what's, what's happening? Oh man, see, I told you. And then immediately the other person goes, man, I am sick and tired of you disrespecting black women. Every time you talk, you are negatively talking about black women. My wife feeds me clearly. His wife feeds him clearly. And his other, my other barber, his wife feeds him clearly. Why is it every time you talk, it's negative about black women? Man, you just hate on black women. And I don't understand what it is, but I'm sick of it. I'm done of it. I'm done. That's where it started. <laughs> so then <laughs> I, I'm literally getting in the chair like, are they about to fight <laughs> in here? I'm <laughs> getting my haircut. And I have that meeting at 12. I got a meeting at 12. I can't break this fight up and get my haircut. So, like, I got things I got to do. Um, so, is, 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 is one of the people fighting your barber? Though? No, it's not. My barber's cool headed. He is the, the senior barber there. He doesn't get involved in things. He's more of the, the, the calm. He's the ice cube of the barbershop. He just sits mm, back and y'all be quiet. Y'all do your thing. That's where he is. So, um, the other barbershop and the other barber starts going back and forth. No, how you don't know me outside of here. You assume this. No, I've been tired of you talking. And I had it to the point now when you go outside, I've been letting this build up for weeks and weeks. I've been here for four months. And from day one, I've had issues with you saying things about me. My mind's triggering and thinking, whoa, four months, you've let this thing build up and you've not said anything, had a conversation, pulled this man to the side. You are two grown men. You are 52 or so. You are probably in your high 40s, maybe 50 as well, too, because you look like you're older. You guys couldn't at any point in time talk this out and work in this process. So that's my mind going for it. So then back to the story. 
Um, then we start going with the the, the square the square bombs. So, man, f you, f you. You know, we're talking about. You know what? I don't give an f what you're saying. So at this point now, you know, we are very trained as <laughs> as men and as black men when f bombs are being called and it's simply pointed towards a person, it's about to go down. Like there, there, there is no returning point from the fu bomb. Um, so, so then it gets it gets even more hectic. And my barber says, "Hey, hey, y'all need to keep this. Y'all need to. It's a time and a place for everything. And now isn't the time. But when it's a clear out, you can do a discussion here. But now my clients here, be respectful for them. They said they they didn't hear him at all. They're still going back and forth of the other arguing. But they, the end result of this thing is that you know they're just silly talking about this thing boiling up." One person said, I'm sick of you consistently saying this over time. The other one said, I've been holding this on for this for four months of just consistent holding. And I wanted to bring it to y'all and say that, how do we get past the point of holding things in or communicating the concern and then moving forward? I think we as a collective have understood that point and can talk to each other or to others. And we, we built that, that, um, communication bridge to say what we're feeling and not that you're disrespecting someone else, but you're saying to the point where you can just say it, express your opinion, move forward and move on, not hold that baggage on, but this baggage can weigh you down. And at some point, no matter how cool your head is, that tipping point hits. And then the reaction is, what do you do at that point? So that's what happened today. Anybody, anybody? <laughs> That's a lot. I mean, uh, of course, being able just to um, a internally understand your emotions and then b be able to express your emotions is one of you know the biggest things that we lack as men because we were not raised to do or you know describe those things and such. And so, just the ability to have that thought process is is the the hurdle, right? Being able to understand what you don't like being able to explain what you don't like, but not in a way that is um, temperamented, that is not, you know what I mean? With what it doesn't, just because people disagree doesn't mean that they have to hate each other. And that's that's something else is we have come up with a, a feeling that if there is a disagreement, that means that there is, that we're adversaries. That means that automatically we have to be at different side of the table. And I mean, we cannot agree on stuff since, not agree on something, but still be trying to move in the same direction, still be, you know, working for the same good. Uh, so th those are some very key pieces to to initiate with. I think what you said um, about the disagreement piece, I think that's the biggest thing in society today. You if you disagree, like you said, it's, it's like you're at war. And because there is so much between the way people get their news and social media and just access to information, um, you get biases. So you have self-serving biases always around you based on the content that you're always looking at or whatnot. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of people just aren't unbiased or kind of like what you call it, balanced. So it's hard to have a conversation with someone and be in, in disagreement, but just try to have the conversation, see the other side, not try to prove your point or be right or tell them that you're always down in black women, which may probably be the case, um, instead of just, OK, why do you feel like that? Like nobody asks why. 
you know, or, or is not really interested in why anymore. It's your side, your point, my side, my point. We don't agree. And that's it. And then you get two A-type personalities. It just goes left from there. I, um, at the conference, met this uh, Christina, uh, I think it's T-Y-M-I-M-E on Instagram. She's a yoga instructor. She loved our juice, of course. Uh, she gave us a great quote. She said, when you um, ask questions, you open things up. You bring, you know, open air. When you answer questions, you close things off. You shut, you're shutting things down. So by answering questions, you're engaging. And that's that's something that we don't do enough of. Have the, um, even like in school, if you, if you think about it, it was always like, don't ask no stupid question. And so it puts you in a space of mm -hmm. second guessing, even engaging because you're so, um terrified in the sense of of i don't want to look stupid i don't want to uh, you know come across as stupid so i'm not even going to engage or ask where being able to engage being able to ask these questions that's how dialogue is created and that's also how understanding is created through getting past the initial this is red this is black and and you know just butting heads but then getting to understand oh well wait a minute i was standing in a different angle and so look if you come over here and look at this angle then you too see it at the same way you know what i mean being able to have those things and and, and engage and you i think no you're completely right because um he kept saying oh i'm i don't want i'm not a punk and i don't want to think i'm a punk and 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 you know I'm tired of this. And, and this is it, it literally the entire time was focusing on just that. Nothing else more of the no, no whys. I don't want to hear your why. I don't want to understand what's going on. Their whys were dead. It was pretty, I'm gonna, I want you to hear my voice and I'm going to talk over you and I'm going to keep talking over you, but then I'm going to talk over you oh, now. And yep. then it's just that, all right, to the point where it's a boiling point and then one person walks out and then you hear, then you finally hear him say all of his concerns to the wrong person. Yep. I'm here. I'm leaving. You got to work with this man. You're going to work with him for the next however long it is. Y'all are here, but you don't want to tell him your concerns are. So, um, yeah. But I'll tell you, that's a big thing um, in, in all relationships, right? The more that you are able to uh, come out of that shell and be comfortable and having conversation, being yourself, having dialogue, and being able to engage with uh, a need, uh, a desire for understanding, and not a, a a need to change or to you know um, dominate anything, but really with just more of an engaging understanding uh, need that changes everything. Again, it opens up the ability to have conversation, to have dialogue instead of by making statements, by answering questions, all you're doing is, is in a sense, closing down and looking to, to, uh, you know, push in, in, in finalize whatever's going on. And it doesn't give you the, the full chance to, to fully get all the information. I think, um, what happens. And in this particular case, you have these two people and these two people exist everywhere. Mm -hmm. one person is always going to feel like this is their platform, their platform, their platform. It could be a platform because uh, people are fuming, but uh, this is their platform where they are the captain. I am, I am right in this space. Mm -hmm. This, this is the space that I have to be right in because when I leave here, I will not be right. No matter what I do. Yeah. And 
the other person now feels like I can never be right when I'm around you. That's exactly. (laughs) So it's always a constant looking for that place where you can be right. And I think we have people in our communities that because they never get to express that or they never, they themselves don't realize it. They're always looking for that space where they can be right and feel validated and good when the truth about it is, is that you're really on a quest to feel right internally, and but you're allowed. Go ahead. Say, no, no, go ahead. What I was going to say is when you don't get that, um, you, 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 it's almost self-sabotaging behavior because that's how you live. Um, and I think we, we run into this person more often than not. We've all probably struggled with it at one point in time. Um, just that need to feel right and the pressure and frustration when you kind of back yourself into a corner and then you got to be on all of that rah-rah stuff just to save face or hold your position when we should be more solution-oriented than being right about the situation. If you guys think about it, the, the most... Uh, instigative i don't even know if that's a a word somebody look it up the most upsetting thing that you can do in a situation like that is when you just tell somebody all right cool that is the worst thing ever i do it all the time what'd you say i do it all the time because i don't have time to argue with people um especially I ask questions. So I'm trying to understand your side of it. I'm genuinely trying to hear you out. And when it's just, you know, if it's going to be this, this back and forth, like, I don't, I, I, what's the, what's the, what's the quote? People from a distance don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. Right. (laughs) So I don't have it for that. If we not moving the conversation forward. Say, say, say the quote one more time. Uh, don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who can't tell who is who. And that's so true. Right. From a distance, people are looking at, but at the end of the day, do we like, I don't care who's looking from a distance, (laughs) right. And what you got going on. And I mean, Brett, Oh, all of you have seen me do this. When I'm asking questions, I'm really not asking questions for me. I'm asking questions for you. Vortex. Try, trying to get you to think yourself through mm-hmm. and get, you know, realize where you're at. Mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't work, then I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. And I'll smile at you and, and be done. And people can't stand that. It irritates them because I did not give them the opportunity for them to present their argument in a way that they can be right. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, there, I didn't I didn't win that battle. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I there's a way that you can do that like that is go okay and, and end it or you can be that a-hole that like does emotions where like oh you need to talk you sit back you cross your fingers oh please continue go ahead go ahead that's the that's the that's the arrogant you know I'm going to I'm going to make fun of you and and you're going to say this thing so there's two ways of throwing that same conversation and depending on how you 
or me or the person reacts to that situation changes mm-hmm. now because that person can get even more heated by the way you're looking at him. Oh, you oh, you trying now you're being disrespectful. Well, and it goes even more to the point where he's like, oh, I guess if we're done. And the person just stops talking because it's like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm going to now hold that internal anger and more because I'm, I'm done with it versus it exploding more. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think it all comes back to one, not looking for external validation. Mm. Uh, two, you're right, Art. It It's a buildup. It's an accumulation. And I don't know why this analogy popped into my head, but all of us will remember growing up, there was always that day on the weekend, whether it was Saturday or Sunday, that you're going to be expected to help clean the house. And what'd you say? Sundays, baby. (laughs) Sundays. Okay. And, and for those who had, you know, elderly folks around your grandmother, whoever, or, you know, even, even your mom or your dad, somebody would say, Oh, cleanliness is next to godliness. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you think about that situation and now I realize what they were really saying. You needed to clean up the energy mm. that had been collected from the prior week so that you could move into the new week with a clean slate and be able to create all over again because you can't create something new in a dirty space. And I, I never thought about it until just a few days ago. And then actually, it's funny how things work. I got confirmation yesterday because Hitman reached out to me. Um, Marlon Ferdinand, Marlon Powell Ferdinand. Uh, shout out to Marlon. If he's listening, he's been listening to a couple of episodes. He's like, man, y'all talking about some good stuff, man. He's like, I need to come on there. And I'm like, well, what, what part of your life would you like to come on to talk about? <laughs> because there are so many. Um, so we look forward to getting Marlon P.O.W. Ferdinand on here. But, um, you know, he called me and said something similar. And it was really odd because, you know, Marlon and I, OK, he's from Trinidad. I don't know if you guys knew that. And he actually uh, grew up in Trinidad with one of my cousins, which I didn't know till much later on in life um, after. after Marlon Sigma? Yeah. OK. I didn't know till much later on after school was a thing in the past. Um, but I, we didn't really, you know, we respected each other. We knew each other, but he just hit me up on Instagram. Hey, you know, Hey, I need you to give me a call. And then finally I called him and you would think that, you know, we had had these deep conversations before and we just picked up and he said some things and I was just like, who sent you? Um, but one of them was the whole, you can't hold on to old things and still expect to be able to make something new Yes, or create new things on the other side. That weight is heavy. Carrying that baggage is, that weight is heavy. said it, bag lady, you gonna miss your bus, drag on the bags like that. (laughs) Right. And, and if you think about it, if, and we don't get spiritual on here often, but if God had held on to everything that he ever did and was thinking about what he did right and what he did wrong, would he been able to keep creating? Could he keep creating now? 
that's life for us. That's life yeah. right now. How many yep. recipes did, did, did uh, Matt Harvest <laughs> do wrong and thought, oh, okay, it's not going to work, but drop it and keep going. <laughs> the part yep. of the process. Yeah. And that, that lesson just keeps resonating for me and, and replaying over and over. So uh, hopefully somebody listening is getting something out of this and, and thinking about what is that thing that you're holding on to that's preventing you from getting to the person that you want to be? Uh, what is it you're holding on to that's stopping you from getting that promotion at your job? What are you holding on to that's stopping you from being the, the partner that you want to be in your relationship? All these different things are possibilities and there are things that happen. Some people have it in multiple lanes. And I think we get caught up in, I just want this one thing to be the right thing. And I think that's where that boil over comes. Mm-hmm. When that one thing that you think, all right, this is it. This is the area where I'm going to be right today. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't go that way. And here comes the boil over. So, you know, hopefully people will, um, you know, contemplate or, you know, think about this, contemplate this for, for, for some time and, and make adjustments, make moves. But I want to pivot a little bit. Uh, a lot of people are on spring break. Mm-hmm. What do you guys have going on for spring break? Well, I ain't on spring break. Uh, <laughs> so spring break ended the last week over here. Uh, Bryson went to his grandma's house in North Carolina. We chilled. Um, not spectacular. Nice. Uh, nothing here. The boys are the boys are at a um, trampoline camp for the week. Um, coming home and going back, but yeah, trampoline camp, trampoline slash Lego building camp um, this week. So it's pretty cool. People set up. Other than that, nothing really. Baseball, 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 baseball. <laughs> now nah, we don't get spring break up here until next week. Um, so still grinding. Uh, I do, though. I really miss spring break in Miami. Like, You mean like our spring break? Like, or the month just... of March. Like, oh, yeah. Miami yeah. Because like, that, uh, that was everything. Being right there by the beach, several beaches you have access to. <laughs> Beach was the yard for an entire month, and it's just fun. Miss those days. Yeah, it, it was. I don't know. It, you would get so far behind because everybody else is having their spring break and coming in. So <laughs> get behind. You know what? I think I had good teachers <laughs> where they knew the month of March was like. But see, you had African American studies, so your teachers were like, "I don't care what's going on." Like school of business. No, there was like, only one of them that was like that. Doctor Spivey, he was the only okay. one that was like that. Yeah, oh, and, and, all mine. Bartholomew. All mine's were like, "Yes, yeah, it's, it's March." Like they were, they were mentally on spring break the whole month of March. <laughs> like there was very. I remember. Cool. I remember when I got tapped for Iron Arrow, I got pulled out of whatever class that was with Doctor Spivey. Like that's when they came and got me, and. um you know, I came back to him. I was like, hey, you know, I missed this portion for 
you know, whatever exam we had to have, can I get notes or whatever? No. Wow. I'm I'm not here for your social agenda. Wow. Like this, that this is the highest prestige you can get at the university. <laughs> like you can't. Right. It's the highest thing you can get here. He was just like, that's so not my problem. One. I don't know. Tell right. you. Right. He's like, I ain't one, so it's a matter. Sounds like you got a choice to make, sir. <laughs> What'd you say? It sounds like you got a choice to make. That's yeah, all I exactly. Hear. Exactly. Oh, man. That's uh, funny, man. Roland Martin. Roland Martin was talking about something like that earlier today because there was um apparently there was this college professor, I think it was somewhere, some school in Georgia where she dis- she called the police on a um a student and wow. for being late two minutes into the class. I think it was two of them, two black males. And he was talking about, um, he was talking about that situation, how crazy it is, first of all, for a, a college professor to even feel the, the need to call armed policemen to come and escort two black males out of class for being two minutes late. Uh, it's just ridiculous, especially with everything that goes on with, um, with the police. But then he goes on to talk about how he, um, maneuvered his way through college because he worked at a local newspaper and he just didn't care about his classes so he would show up to a class 15 minutes late leave 15 minutes early turn his work in but he would like tell the professor like look I'm not here for your grade I'm only here to get a piece of paper and if I can get to see get the piece of paper and be better prepared for my um career as a news uh, with this uh, paper or writing papers or being in broadcast uh, journalism or whatever, you know, I- I'm good to go. So, you know, but his, you know, and, and it's just funny, the, the approach he took to it mm-hmm. was, you know, yeah, I did it, but you know, I was that good. Yeah. I would get C's, but look at where I am now versus some of the uh, people he had on that were more, um, disciplined in their approach. Some of them being, having been past college professors and like, oh no, it's disrespectful to come in in the middle of a lecture and yet I dismiss them too or what have you. And he's just like, yeah, I mean, they have choices to make as adults. There should be consequences. But wow. his point was, is there the, the, the crime, the consequence has to fit the crime. Should you be getting called the police because you're two minutes late or 15 minutes late or whatever? Or should you just get docked some points? You know, it's like, let's be reasonable here. I can't remember who it was, man. Just this week, I was telling somebody, I was like, hey, you know that they don't print GPAs on diplomas, right? On degrees. <laughs> exactly. <Thank> God. But, <laughs> God, we looking for them transcripts, though. Uh, they do. But I tell you what, if you learn interviewing skills, your interviewing skills will, will, will trump those transcripts. Yeah. All day, every day. They won't be digging back in nothing. Not at all. Anyway, fellas, uh, we're going to keep this thing moving. I think this was enough for the people. We've been dropping some pretty serious stuff on them lately. So uh, in the spirit of podcast-tainment, I'm coming to Art first with Art's Corner. I'm gonna go back on on the 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 holding the weight and carrying them back with you. That 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 in itself can hold you down so so much. And I I didn't have the opportunity to tell these these wonderful men um at the barbershop. Like I wanted to pull them aside one at a time, but I couldn't. So I'm telling you, every single listener is out there right now. Um, please, 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 please 
Um, clean out your bags. There's no point of you worrying about these things, taking them forward, doing anything with it. Drop it, clean it out, and go. But if you're going to have anything to say, say your piece and move on. The biggest struggle you're going to have is carrying that with you. That doesn't affect just you. It affects everyone around you. Um, and it just bleeds out. And that anger or frustration, and the next you know, you're taking it out on the wrong person. It could be your son, your daughter, your wife, your friends, anything else. Someone's going to get that ball of energy at some point in time when you could have just unpacked it, let it fly away, and move on and keep that compartmentalized to a different area. Don't hold on to the grudges. It's not worth it. I'm glad you said that, Art, because were you there to see the like final resolution of that whole situation or when, they... when i left i tried to be the bigger person which over to both of them and said hey listen y'all have a better day today y'all get well and and yeah, i each person individually walked out to one walked it back to the person they were separated but i told them hey listen tomorrow's gonna be better to go through your day to day and just let it go and i walked out and both of them said yo thank you and they, bo- and they both apologized to me for act behaving that way as grown men in a business so like, I respected that aspect. I wanted to know that I'm not holding a grudge with them, but I also want them to know like, y'all can't do this. Like we are better than this and disagreements and, and arguments are okay, but find a resolution and then move forward. And these are two barbers, right? Two barbers, at least 47 or older and one guarantee 52. You said I'm 52. I said, you, you got to fix that at 52. Wisdom, wisdom has no age and 52 you already passed the age of wisdom. Clearly, neither does Tom Foolery, but we'll, yeah. we'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen in the spirit of cleaning out bags and moving on in the new uh, freshivation. What you got, sir? Okay. So this week, you know, sometimes it is okay to go ahead and yell and cry in the bathroom and so that you can go ahead and be uh, your best self out in the public hairs of America. What do I mean by this? Sometimes you let the stress get to you, anxiety, things going on, stuff jumping around. You might need to go ahead and have that release button where it's like, yo, I do need to just go ahead and let some of this emotion out. Don't be afraid of letting that emotion out, being able to, you know, get yourself just like we were talking about having full conversations and and getting things out within a um some type of argument, you need to be able to do these same things when you were feeling uh, potentially anxiety, depression, any of these things to go ahead and have have that time and space to go ahead and, and let it out, get it out. Don't be afraid to cry or to go ahead and, you know, be emotional, but but do it in a, a cleansing form and not just in a wallowing form. Be able to allow it to escape. Maybe you need to go to a um, one of these uh, break rooms where they have a whole bunch of different things that you can break up and, and crack and, and destroy, but it is okay to get that emotion out so that then you can go ahead and move forward, being your best self and, and have that time of understanding and, and relief. Me, myself, this weekend, I went into a full conniption um, in preparation for this uh, conference that we wound up having uh, these last two days because it was a uh, something that was kind of um it wasn't really thrown on us but it was a big event we had a lot of stuff and moving parts going on um and then just being able to the freshness of our juice trying to facilitate making sure we could uh 
deliver the best product in the in the way that we wanted to had me you know on on high anxiety or feeling feeling a lot of pressure i went ahead and did have myself a release but once i got back into it and was able to uh you know take a shower calm down man we knocked that thing out the park it was it was just as fresh evaded as it should be but it is okay to go ahead and have that release allow yourself that release in order to get yourself back aligned and, and ready to function that's preservation for this week make it happen man harvest man harvest man harvest we can't Top see the harvest. we just see your head it looks crazy um <laughs> but uh well said sir well said and i think that was a great uh one two combo you guys just put out there and and Ladies and gentlemen, please don't get it twisted. Don't come into our break room trying to have your conniption. Um, that would not be the place to be um, to do that. Uh, there's, there's, you know, there's many ways up to this 13th floor. When you act out, there's only one way down. Uh, but uh, I do want to talk to the people that, um, yeah, so we've gone up and we, we've actually had, 121 followers at some time and we lost two people um i'm not sure why we lost them it just lets me know that we're doing our job because for the longest we just kept gaining people we didn't lose anybody Mm -hmm. so we said something that rubbed somebody the wrong way the only thing that i would say is um you know just like your exit interview at work you know let us know you know what didn't you like what rubbed you the wrong way why'd you leave we want to know the feedback you know share it with us uh but out with the old in with the new uh so welcome to our three new followers uh, yale radio cast we appreciate you keep it a hundo tv uh we appreciate you i think both of those are existing channels that actually have Mm -hmm. um followers and and shows so Check out Yale Radio Cast. Check out Keep It a Hundo TV. Um, and uh, <laughs> special uh, thank you to Wendy Jock. And I'm going to say it that way because that's the name that says that it followed us. So, uh, yeah, thank you for following us. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your subscription. Uh and uh, yeah, so uh, other than that, gentlemen, I-, I think that's our show today. There was something else slick that I wanted to say out of my mouth, but maybe it's not meant for me to say. So I'm just going to leave it the way it is. Uh, and uh, yeah, so thank you all for joining. We appreciate you being here where you get the real life manifestation embodiment. Embodiment. Man- embodiment that's not the right word i just can't say it i do it though we know what you you know what you're saying we we can feel the words it's the congestion i just can't it it won't come out correctly but embodiment there Uh, you go yeah there we go uh yeah i'm gonna go work on my sight words with asher but uh (laughs) yeah so the real embodiment of the successful black man. And by no means does that mean that we're perfect or that we know everything, but it just means that we're willing to commit to sharpen each other, uh, share the knowledge and hopefully have you share knowledge with us. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen, this week on the 13th floor. Uh, That's it for now, folks. 
There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We're done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. amazing.